glanced at the stage and gulped. By all the saints, the women had plucked the dancer like a chicken. These modern lassies were more aggressive than he'd realized. When it came to finding his mate, he had assumed he would do the hunting. Ian moved back to keep from getting jostled by the frantic, feather-grabbing women. Perhaps it was a matter of timing. Aye, timing was very important when hunting prey. He would sit back and wait for the right moment. Sooner or later, the dancers would have to take a break, and maybe then the ladies would be more easily impressed. And while he waited, he'd fortify his nerves with a stiff drink. He strode toward the bar. He had it all figured out. He was searching for a girl who was honest, loyal, pretty, and intelligent, in that order. And of course she would need to be madly in love with him. That last part was a little tricky. How did he go about making the perfect girl fall in love with him? He doubted his alleged cute knees would be enough. The female bartender had a phone to one ear and her hand pressed to the other to muffle the loud music. Sure, I'll keep talking. So you're from California? Land sakes, that's far away. Two young ladies materialized beside her. They'd used the sound of the bartender's voice as a beacon to help them teleport to the right location. Welcome to the horny devils. The bartender smiled as she hung up her phone. What would you like to drink? Two bloodlights, one of the California girls ordered. She snapped her sparkly rhinestone-covered cell phone shut, then dropped it into her shiny handbag. The second girl pointed toward the stage. Oh my God, he's so hot! The girls forgot all about their drinks as they scampered toward the stage. Ian lifted a hand in greeting. Good evening, ladies. They passed him by, their gazes glued to the dancing Indian who was down to his last two feathers. Ian sighed. What was the world coming to when a man with honorable intentions had to compete with a male stripper? How could he impress these modern lassies? Maybe Vonda could advise him. With her purple spiky hair and spandex clothing, she'd become a very modern woman, and a very successful one since vamps were teleporting from the West Coast to come to her club. Ian settled on a stool at the bar and received a bright smile from the bartender. Miss Coralie Primrose no longer wore hoop skirts and her blonde hair and ringlets, but she still sounded like a southern belle from the Civil War. Hey there, she greeted him. How'd you like to try the latest thing in fusion cuisine? There's something new? He'd been away for too long. Yep, it's called bleer. Synthetic blood mixed with beer. Coralie looked disappointed. You've already had it? Nay, lucky guess. I'll take a glass. Ian removed a fiver from his sporin and set it on the counter while she filled a glass with amber liquid. The aroma of blood and yeast made his mouth water. By all the saints, it had been centuries since he tasted beer. Here you go. Coralie set the glass in front of him. He took a long drink, then licked the reddish foam off his lips. Excellent. She grinned. Glad you like it. Are you new in town? Bloody hell. He had thought her initial smile meant she recognized him, but she hadn't. He took another gulp of bleer to ease the sting. Coralie had been in Roman's harem for fifty years, living in the same house where Ian lived and worked as a guard. Had he changed that much? It's me, Ian. Her blue eyes widened. Ian? I, Ian McPhee. You can't be Ian. He's just a youngin. He glowered at his glass of bleer. It was a wonder he hadn't gone crazy from being treated like a child for five centuries.
You used to ask me to help tighten your corset. You must have thought I was too young to be eyeing the curve of your hips or the way the corset pushed your breasts. Why, I never... Coralie stepped back. Nay, no with me, that's for certain. She huffed. I would never bet a child. I'm three hundred years older than you, he growled. She tilted her head to study him. I do declare, your eyes bear a remarkable resemblance to Ian's. That could be because I am Ian. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. Who else would I be? She gave him a suspicious look. It's just that I don't recall you being so... Charming? Grumpy, she sighed. Ian was such a well-mannered and friendly boy. I was quite fond of him, really. Bloody hell. I did not die. I just look twelve years older now. Land sakes, how did you do that? Ian hesitated. Roman, stay away.